Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ritual HQ podcast. I'm Tyler Small, your host today, and we've got Alana joining us. How are you doing? I'm going well. How are you, Tyler? I'm excellent. That's so, great. Uh, you've got some stuff that you want to talk about today around mental health. Yes. Um, it's just, just been chatting to members lately and uh, generally chatting to people about um, their anxiety levels and how it's affecting their sleep and so forth. And I think it's almost a global um, thing that's happening at the moment uh, due to the pandemic, of course, and all the offshoots of of that. Um, And it's a thing called free-floating anxiety where we can't actually put a finger on what we're anxious about, but we're just in that heightened state of anxiety Mm. every day. So I don't know if you've had any experiences with chatting to... Um, people in the last couple of years that you've noticed a difference? Oh, not in the last... Oh, I don't know. I think... Um, I think people are just... From what I've like seen and heard, it's like we're constantly flooded with like neg- negativity from the news or wherever they're getting it from. And because there's no end in sight I think that's probably from my perspective what makes it challenging for people there's no like you know let's say you get sick normally typically you put a time frame on that and then you know or we've got a flu season where you know it's you know in the winter winter in the year uh, typically or whatever it might be I think because this it's not going away and it hasn't yet and I think that's from that's what I think is going on which makes it harder for people to kind of I guess um, whether it's make plans or, you know, live their day-to-day lives, you know, I feel like maybe what's contributing to that is this state of limbo where they're just like, well, what do we do? Like, it's not ending. It's been two years now. Yeah, so that's what I think. Yeah, and I agree with you. You know, as human beings too, we have to have um, hope, okay? There was an old saying that says where there's um, life, there's hope. Mm. And what I'm seeing, yeah, well, I'm a little bit older than you, just Just a couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) Not much. (laughs) But um, so, so this is, I don't know, this is my perception that people are kind of going, oh my goodness, like, where is the finish line? And they can't see the finish line. Yeah. So, and no one knows where the finish line is in in this circumstance. Yeah. And what's going to happen. So I'm tending to, um, I guess... I don't about give advice, but just share more my thoughts mm. on it. Is that something that at the moment we can't control? Mm. We can't control what's actually occurring. So if we focus on um, the pandemic and and um, as you say the the negative impact which it has had, and we've all been affected in, in some way, shape, or form from yeah. it, um, then that does create that sense of hopelessness, if you like. Yeah. So I guess what. Um, the tack I would say is to concentrate on the things that we can change mm. and to kind of roll with it and I know that's a very glib term but um, in some ways we've just got to look at it like that and do the best we can so I, I'm wondering like if I say to you what are some of the things that you feel you can control in your life right now putting you on the spot yeah no that's good like because just to, I'll add to it before I answer you that yeah. question because one of the things I heard a really long time ago which I thought was really good and um, you know the question was you know in a state of overwhelm or you know if you're feeling uneasy about something or 
you know, something pops up and you're not sure and it, you know, impacts you in an emotional way that's, you know, not necessarily positive. It was to, you know, write down all a list of things that might be bothering you. Yeah. And and I'll either write it down or I'll think about it and go, you know, what, what are all the things that are bothering me at the moment? And then you go through the list and cross out the things that you can't control. And then you just put your time and energy and focus into the things that you can control. And that usually helps take, take away whether it's a feeling of anxiousness or overwhelm or um, an unsettled feeling. But yeah, look, the things that look always that I can control, I can control what I put in my mouth, I can control my exercise, you know, I can, you know, I can manage my time, I can, uh, what else, you know, I can control how I respond to people, yeah. whether they're acting, however that they're acting, you know, my, my response is still by choice. So, you know, my, um, you know, my emotions and my responses, they're the things that I control, I can control me and what I'm doing. And... I think that if you focus on doing those things, especially when it comes to like looking after your health, you know, I can control taking 30 minutes to, you know, take a step back from the computer and just go for a walk or, you know, things like that. They're the things, you know, that I can control, you know, I can tick off tasks that I have to do, you know, I can control the, you know, if I've got something that I have to do in the business or for clients, you know, I can control how quickly I complete those things. And then obviously, completing things gives me a sense of achievement. So that's what I try and focus on. Um, and it takes away things like overwhelm because if you just really go, well, I cannot control that, you're wasting your time worrying about it. Um, and a client said to me recently, you know, if you worry about something before it happens, you suffer. And if it does happen, you actually suffer two times instead of one. So yeah, yeah I, think, I think, yeah, focusing on the things that you can control is, which can be hard at times, you know, I think sometimes you know, with a lot going on and we've got heaps going on right now mm. with lots of mixed emotions of and reactions. Um, yeah, sometimes it is challenging. It's not as, you know, in th- it's easy in theory, mm. but like with anything, with repetition, it, it does become easier. Yeah, and you just get more conditioned. Sure. And I look, you just touched on something I just want to go a little bit deeper. Um, with you just touched on... Um, that you can control how you respond to people. Yeah, yeah. And that can take, and for me, um, I sometimes, I really struggle with that sometimes. And, yeah. and people listening to this might go, oh, and it's, you know, it's just cool and easy. But sometimes I'll just go, rah, and it's kind of like a verbal yeah. diarrhea comes out of my mouth. And that has, for me, always, I guess, been a little bit of a struggle because I've mm. got this conversation going on in my head. Yeah. And someone's speaking to me and I'm already kind of like, and, and so have you got some tips that, yeah. um, because you are very good at that, Tyler. I've Thank you. You are really good at that. And that's something uh, I still struggle with and I've always yeah. struggled with. Mine comes from a different place. So mine is more about, um, mine's rather than coming out with things, it's keeping it in. Yeah. Because I like, like my, as a person by nature, I like to be liked. Yes. I like to make. I like to keep people happy. Yeah, sure. Typically, I don't like a lot of conflict, which that's something that I've worked on over the years, which I'm fine with now. Um, and you still have your moments, of like oh, and you know, for me, speaking my mind has become really important. Yes, yes. You know, and so for me, it's again, it's about practice and repetition, and I guess you got to figure out where from you, like where does it come from. So, 
for me it's yeah like I would be like I would normally hesitate saying something in case it offended someone and upset them sure. or they got really angry about it yeah right but typically if I say something to you and you get really angry at me about it like if I go Alana you're not living you know you're not leading by example because yeah. you can eat maccas every fucking day if you get <laughs> if you get angry if you get upset or angry with me yeah it's because you know i'm right yes yeah you've you've, you've hit a nerve right? yeah i've hit it i've hit it i've hit a nerve you know and, and that's and i'm guilty of that as well and our Chantel, she goes you're not doing this and i get defensive it's like because i know that i'm not doing that yes. and i think that as well as human nature and i think and again in theory it's easy practice is hard but you know over the over time you just have to i just you just understand and i'm not perfect at it i still have my moments we all do we're all human but yeah understanding that you know if i say something to you it's okay for me to share how i what i believe and you know if i believe it i'll share it and i've got i've got no hassle doing that anymore and if someone responds in a negative way or potentially has i'll talk about conflict for me as well but that something got told to me told to me about conflict which i thought was good but um, if you respond in a positive or a negative way, it's got actually got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with you, yes. which makes it harder. Yeah, the, the thing about conflict, which kind of was a penny drop for me, is that you can't have conflict with one person. So if you react to me really poorly and I don't do anything, there's actually no conflict because conflict can only happen between two or more Correct. people, right? Correct. So yes. if you respond really negatively towards me, whether that's uh, with anger or aggression or with, you know, uh, I guess with it from a place of upset. Yes. If I don't respond like in the same manner, then the, by definition, there's no conflict there. That's true. That's and a really that was a, that yeah. was a penny, yeah. that was a yeah. penny drop for me. Okay. Um, because if I go, well, if someone gets really angry at me and I just go, that's cool. It's just, you know, yeah. And you don't know what's going on in people's lives either. That's so true too. That's so um, true. and just go, look, they might have some shit going on and that's cool. That's just, how they're dealing with it right now it's got nothing to do with me or what i've said yeah yeah that's yeah. really good advice actually i hadn't um, mm. looked at it yeah that. i know like classically you know uh, i used to practice like slowing down and breathing before yeah i said something but sometimes yeah it doesn't always i have to do the same thing but because i like to jump in <laughs> yeah. and go like and i get yeah inter- like i'm an interrupter but i interrupt from a place of excitement rather and and if it's negative it's defend it's a defensive thing but if it's yeah sometimes i get a bit excited and i want to jump in so i have to like just like let people finish before i get excited and jump in and talk about things as well yeah yeah i think and same i'm very much like that i've got an extroverted personality so Mm. and i'm always thinking ahead and so forth yeah um yeah great thank you for sharing that um getting back to the the generalized anxiety that a lot of people are feeling and um and uh you know I, i was just thinking of um i guess um some general things we can do and you've shared some really good stuff like focusing on your daily tasks writing things down ticking it off and um you know setting goals it's such an important thing mm, even agreed. just small short-term goals one like a goal might be getting out of bed and going for taking the dog for a walk three mm. mornings a week yeah i think it's so important to set those and it might be a small goal 
Um, but once someone does that, it could lead to something else. It could lead to them um, deciding to, you know, join the gym or join the soccer team or yeah. what have you. So I think goal setting is really, really important. And they don't have to be really huge, significant goals. No, I agree. I think, um, I think sometimes having the goal to just show up is super valuable. Um, and especially like, so I've, cause I've had COVID recently sure. and, uh, it was probably about a month and it was this week when I've started getting back to proper training. So it's been like a full proper month of not a lot of, uh, you know, um, exciting training, so to speak, almost nothing like walking the dog and that yeah, was it. Sure. Mm-hmm. which is rare for me. This is the first time in my life where I've had something that's put me out for that long. Yeah, right. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is, is that returning to the gym don't always you don't always have to put pressure on yourself to hit certain targets so obviously for those who don't know my thing is powerlifting so you know getting stronger is my mission and i you know being as strong as i have been in the past like and just being really cool with the fact that whether it's you know a life stress um emotional stress or physical stress or whatever's whatever's causing um whether you want to put label it as you know the anxiety or um you know anything really sometimes for you to just go look i'm just going to turn up and do this and then that then tick the box and that's okay and not put the pressure on yourself when you've got so much going on um and understanding that that's okay and as long as you recognize that's just in the short term for now yes but as long as you don't just stop doing things and i agree i agree and so often i know particularly when i was younger i'd set really quite massive goals yeah and, and that wasn't a bad thing i had my own business small business for 10 years of course yeah so I, i'd set some quite you know um not unachievable goals but i was super driven super, yeah super driven. well i think you have to be if you're if you're in small business and you think small your you know demise is inevitable i think because if you don't think big enough then you know you'll only get so far and um i think you have to constantly think about some level of expansion or growth um, so I think big goals and they're super important. They definitely are. Yeah. I, I, I think, I guess, on the back of that point, I kind of never gave myself permission, though, to, to step back from that sometimes when I needed it. And I now know to the detriment of my mental health. Mm. Because I step back pushing, from what, sorry? Keep, uh, step back from pushing so hard oh, to yes. those goals. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And then sometimes it's to the detriment of, I found, for m- myself, yeah. for my mental health. Whereas now that I'm a little bit older, I, I recognise that and where I'm not, I might not be coping so well mentally and yeah. just checking in yeah, um, yeah. with myself and going, it's okay just to step back and ease off the gas, you know? You don't totally. have to, like I've got a Mustang, you know? We don't have to, yeah. which I just got a speeding fine. Which I, love which I just mate. got a speeding fine for oh, you. No. <laughs> oh, but I no. do love your Mustang. <laughs> Can we swap cars for a day? <laughs> I mean, my partner likes to drive a little faster yep, yep. than I do, but it was actually me that got the fine yeah, this classic. time. But, you know, we don't always I couldn't. To... I, couldn't <laughs> I couldn't actually have a Mustang because I'd be getting one a day, one, one speeding fine a week. But we don't, yep. uh, you know, I guess that my point is we don't always have to on the gas so you don't have to red, all the time you don't have to, you don't have to be redlining all the time yeah. you know you redline yeah. your car yeah. all the time you stick it in you stay in first gear and you're doing big you know you're pushing hard you know it's you, your engine's gonna fuck out eventually so. exactly 
Yeah. It's taken me. We're no different. <laughs> it's taken me a long time to learn that, but yeah. it's about giving. Uh, for me, myself, permission just to step off the gas a bit. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Are no, you still learning that? Do you struggle with I, that? Oh, a hundred percent. Like, yeah. and obviously, so at the time of this podcast, we're obviously going through the closure of Everton Hills and, yes. you know, that was a, um, you know, and we only really decided probably, you know, a week before the announcement that we were going to do it. But we'd had the discussion for, you know, maybe a month or so in the lead up. And... After doing it and deciding to let it go, as sad as it was, you know, we didn't want to do it. We had to make sure that, you know, we could do whatever we could for the members and support the community. But at the end of the day, you know, I will always, we, Chantal and I have always looked at things like, what can we do better? Are we working hard enough? Are we pushing hard enough? You know, and having that mentality of, you know, nah, just, you know, well, my process was always, nah, let's just keep going harder and harder and Chantel as well and I think we kind of finally took took a step back and went are we you know not just us but the team as well like the effort that we're putting in is is there going to be any benefit back from it not that to say that we do this for the benefit of all the result I mean you do and you don't but also trying to understand that um it's okay to let go if something's not working and if it's causing too much pressure, stress, anxiety, whatever you want to give it. Um, and, and, and again, giving yourself permission to go, you know what, it's actually okay to just like let this go, which was tough because we spent four years putting our heart and soul into it. But if it's not working and it's not giving a return, then sometimes you got to wipe your hands and go, you know, let's consolidate, drop it and move forward, which was super, which was obviously super hard, but... It takes courage. It takes a lot of courage. Yeah, I think so now, you know, and now that we've gone through it, I think, you know, and I think about, because I, I, you know, a lot of what I consume is like, you know, what, a lot of entre- entrepreneurial-based content. So, you know, hearing about big successful business owners and how many times that they've had to, you know, how many mm. businesses have failed and yeah. or not... Yeah, or failed or, you know, closed or, you know, mergers, whatever, whatever changes occur, anyone at the top level has experienced that and gone through that. And, that's right. And I think for us, you know, that's just part of our story. Um, and, yeah, you know, it was just one of those things where we just went, you know what, it's, we just have to let it go and, and allow – and, again, give ourselves permission to, you know, take the foot off the accelerator, stop pushing so hard, stop redlining yeah. for something that's not working. Yeah. Um, which even though we did it, we still, you know, got a lot of some mixed emotions about it. Um, take a step back, reevaluate, take some time and then go back at it again with a clearer head and, oh, not a clearer head because we were really clear about the decision, but, um, yeah, I guess a better idea on what we need to do moving forward. Sure. And I think as business owners, especially small business owners, um, and it's not just us, it's everywhere. It's, it is tougher at the moment, but... Everyone, everyone who runs a small business just got that head down, bum up attitude. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have it, you know, you don't have a small business for very long. That's right. You know, that's, that's right. just the reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I definitely get that from dad and he and I have had huge chats about it. And it's, it's quite funny, but also frustrating how much I am like him in that regard. But yeah, I think you're right. You're giving yourself permission to, hey, it's yeah. all, all good. Just back off a yes. bit. Recoup. Yes. yes. Regenerate, go again. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that. It's particularly pertinent now and right at this moment. Yeah, I know. I know. Podcast. It's crazy. 
I know, this wasn't even planned, which is great. I know, and we were going to do it last week, and now... Yeah, I know. And so... Worked out well. Interesting, really. Yeah, very interesting. interesting. You just touched on something um, about your dad, how you can bounce ideas off, and that was another point I was going to make, having a a support network, Tyler. Totally, yeah, super... So important at this... Really important. So important at any stage. Um, of our life, but particularly at the moment, if we mm. are experiencing, yeah. you know, that, that anxiety or stress or whatever it might be, to identify a support network. Yeah, and one that's going to support you in the right way. Correct, a healthy, a healthy way. Network. You know, like yeah. because so my dad's he's had business. He's been pro shop. So he's golf pro for those who don't know, and he's had businesses since he was I think twenty six as well. So. Um, you know, uh, Melbourne, North Queensland, and also in uh, now in Brisbane and still to this day. And again, it's that whole like, you know, growing up, it was just like for dad, it was like long hours, uh, you know, big days and, you know, work hard, you know, just that typical, typical hustle attitude. Yeah. So, which is good and admirable, but not sustainable. Yeah, sure. So... Yeah. But again, having a um, support network is really good because, but obviously supporting in the right way, you know, because if you go, you know, you want people to support you, but also, I think, call you on your bullshit when you're being negative and things like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, you know, definitely, like, definitely. and not buy into things in, you know, because, you know, we've never come from a place of, oh, it's so hard, you know, it's hard in this way and, you know, woe well, is me. It's always been like work, 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 work. And I think, you know, and he had a, we had a good conversation about sometimes, yeah, and again, just repeating what we just said, you know, sometimes you just got to consolidate and then, you know, get people from an outside perspective to kind of look at it, look at things, whatever's going on in your life and go, yeah, have you thought about it this way? Or, you know, maybe you should, you know, think about this or, you know, whether it's business relationships or, you know, if you've got a job and you think about a career change and, um, having people, yeah, you just got to have people who are supporting you in the right way and not um, encouraging your negativity at the same time. Yes, and yes, 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 mm. yes. I totally agree yeah. on that because sometimes, and I'll own it, I can seek out someone who who will support me maybe if I have, having, like when I worked with, in drug and alcohol addiction, we call it stinking thinking. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. when I'm on a bit of my pity party or having a yeah. pity party, that yeah. sometimes I, I know I can seek out people that will support me in that pity party, which is not actually a healthy thing No, to yes, yes. That's know. right. Yes, exactly. You need to be heard. Pity party, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Pity party. If you've got a group of friends and they're your pity party, like you need a different support group. Yeah, that's right. You want, you want to walk away from, you know, if you're going to people or to one person, you want to walk away from the conversation feeling... Better, not worse. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so it's really important to have have that. And as a wellness coach, that's one of the um, questions, and I will yeah. ask my client when they're setting their goals and setting, creating their vision for their life, mm. and, and knowing that there is a better way, and just needing that coaching support and that goal yep. setting to achieve yep. that better way through. And and that's one of the questions I will ask them. Who can support you? Yeah. To achieve these goals. Absolutely. You know, and that's such an integral. No such thing as a self. You know, like there's no. I don't think. I don't believe in like one person being self-made. Like, just don't believe in it. Like, you've got to have people around you, good quality people or a really good quality team around you. You know, 
and yeah that's super important yeah yeah so yeah. that's great that's great that you've got your you know your dad oh yeah yeah he's great and, he's awesome. and um yep. Um, I don't know, do you have hobbies? Do you mind me asking, do you have hobbies outside of yeah. your gym? Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah, I'm you're music. Be, music. Oh, no. I, I just my, yeah, like question. my first hobby was gym for sure. Mm. And then I turned that into a career because mm. I loved it. But my hobby is, um, yeah, is my music. I'm a little bit of, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, of a gamer and a nerd at heart as well. So, right. um, but yeah, my main hobby is definitely music. Cool. Yeah, and I don't do things half arsy. I'm a definitely like you know that all or nothing mentality, like which is good, which has its pros and cons. It's good and bad. Um, but yeah, so when we had the first lockdown, like the really big lockdown, and I played a little bit in, as a kid, like in high school, but nothing crazy. And I'm into my heavy metal. I love my rock and roll, and yeah. um, just love love music. So for me, I was like, oh well, you know, the gym's closed. I'm going from. 10 to 12 hour days down to four to six hour days. So mm. I've got all this time. So I had a cl- I got a client and he let me his guitar and I just started teaching myself and just got really into it. And now, yeah. And then we're, I'm in a band and we play, we try and play every Friday afternoon. It's like cool. part of my week yeah, and my right. routine, which yeah, is completely right. separate from anything else in my life, you know, cause I go to the gym and I love training, but that's because that's my, also my craft it's really good to have something on the side. Totally. Um, totally. And I surf every now and then and I play golf every now and then. But they're not, they're like, I'll play golf every, like if the time allows for it and my dad hits me up for a game. But surfing is something, like if we go away to the coast, I'll try and take my surfboard with me. So I did so much of that as a kid. Fantastic. But the main hobby is obviously the guitar because I can do it every day if I need to. And, and that's great. And that's, called a state of flow did you know that a state of flow is something that is out it's something that we do that we enjoy yeah. but it's challenging enough that yeah. time can go past oh yeah and yeah, we're yeah. in the moment yeah. you know we're I, just yeah. totally in the moment and and so that is so important particularly yeah. to just to just put all of our energy and focus yeah. on something that is challenging enough but we're just going to lose time almost it's that's like, why i love you know, that's why i love doing it for me like if, if i go do that like i get a like i get a lesson once a week as well but um which is about an hour but sometimes if i have to cut it short because work's busy i don't get as much i don't get that feeling from it and that's because of me not not my teacher yeah, sure. um but sometimes you know in that you know being in that place where it's good because you know, lifting is, it's hard, it's fast, it's aggressive, you know, and it's, you know, very primitive and it's awesome and testosterone driven and I love it. But with playing guitar, it's, you have to, um, like I've, I've had moments where I go to Chantel at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm just going to go to like 15, 20 minutes, yeah. have a bit of a practice yeah. and then I'll look at the clock two hours have passed. Yes. And that's exactly what I'm and talking I, about. Yeah, exactly and it's, and it's good because it's yeah. challenging a different part yes. of my brain that yes. doesn't normally get stimulated and it puts and it's such a stress reliever and I get a good sense of achievement out of it and so much joy from it because I'm not now that like as an adult, I'm gonna to choose to learn the things I wanna learn. Whereas as a kid, a guitar teacher will go, This is what you have to learn because yeah. these are the fundamentals, blah, blah, right. blah. So as an adult, it's been good to go. I'm just gonna learn this. And then all of a sudden, an hour or two's passed. And even when we play on a Friday Arvo, we'll play for like two hours. And, and it feels and, yeah. like nothing. Yeah. It's like 
fuck, I gotta go. That's fantastic, and that's ex- that's such a good example. And yeah. I love there's some key words there. You talked about bring to joy, and, and it's oh just yes, yeah. And for me, it's art. So yeah, it's definitely yeah, drawing yeah. and stuff like that. And I get frustrated that with my art because it's not the way I want it. And then yeah, I yeah. but then I've had to learn to just like kind of just sit and let it go. And I love it. And, and yeah. that's, it's just so important for for me mentally, particularly. Yeah. And that's good too. Like you know, and you're probably a bit of a perfectionist. Like oh, totally. things got to be really perfect. And then one of the best things I learned from my my guitar teacher, who's also a friend and a client. He said, you just have to play... One of the things he said to me, which I thought was awesome, play through your mistakes. Yeah. So, you know, like if I'm learning a chord, if you don't get your fingers in the right position, then you don't strum the guitar properly or you fuck it up in general and you're playing through a song, you have to let it go and get straight on to the next thing. Yeah, right. And I think that's a really cool thing to think about with lots of things and like your drawing and your art's no different, right? It's like... You don't want to not draw something because it's not going to look exactly how you want it to be. But if you don't draw it, you miss out on the practice and you don't get better from it. And I think in anything, it's the same, you know, like lifting is the same. You know, I've got clients who are, you know, newer clients or, you know, clients who are working on technical changes or they're learning how to do something and it doesn't look perfect. It's like, well, it's not supposed to. Yeah. Don't let that stop you. Like, yes, you made a mistake, but reset. Think about the things I've taught you and move along. That's right. And let it go because otherwise you just get stuck. And yes. Then, and then nothing happens. Yes. So I think it's yeah. cool to – that was really good yeah. um, to learn that. Yeah, and that's really valuable. It's funny, you know, I learned piano when I was a lot younger. Yeah. And See, I, mean, I used to do a lot of art and drawing when, wow, I, yeah, okay. when I was going through high school because – that was all I was good at was things with my hands. Yeah, right. Or my body. Yeah, right. Yeah. So sport, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Sport and art yeah, yeah. and, yeah, building things. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, anyway, I, just on that note, I never actually finished a piece of music. I never actually played. Really? Because every time I'd make a mistake, I'd stop and yeah. I'd go back to the beginning. Yeah. And in the end, it was a mutual agreement between yeah. the piano teacher and the yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't get past it. See, if, I, I know, crazy. I could not get past oh, it. Oh, I wish and you I, had that oh, advice. I can't. Because it changed. Because that's what I did it when I was learning, at, when I was teaching myself in school. I'd fuck up. Fuck, yeah. start again. Yep. No, and, then, <laughs> and then job, shout out. He just said, just fucking keep playing don't worry about it and come and then start again and it's been a game changer like yeah my, my, totally. learning, my learning totally. and i've definitely applied that to other areas which has been good that's so funny because when you were saying that it just resonated i had this yeah. i was taken back to yeah the piano. start again start again start again oh. it's like no just keep going just keep going oh. i don't know how much i can't remember how much you charged me for a lesson but i, I don't yeah. know i should have played a double uh, but oh gosh yeah, so, you know, like, I just think it's been really good just chatting um, today and yeah. to just focus, just, I, I think, you know, at the heart of it, we all, we all experience anxiety from time to time, but as I've said, people are, are just coming to me and saying, look, we're not sleeping, we're not, um, you know, we just find that I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. And, and the other thing too, I guess, it's just finding, um, like, I'm a spiritual person. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree that I am too. Yeah, so it's finding that place where of of just a quiet time. Like I used to say, to my kids, right, quiet time, everyone yep, be yep. quiet, shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 and then I go, oh, I just need five minutes, five minutes to yeah, yeah. you know reset. But 
it's some it's what we we have to somehow just block out the noise mm, agreed you know and just um, have that time whether it's meditation or prayer yeah. or whatever you might want to call Chantal it Chantal hates it but I just say just chill the fuck out yeah yeah and, but that is that is so important for us time yeah I'm a bit blase about it but yeah you know. I'm, I'm a pretty chill person. It's anyway. easier said than done. I think it's more totally. of a word, you know, that's somewhere where it's, some, it's easy for some people as, as yeah. well. But it's it's something that we need to kind of actually learn and practice because in, in this day and age, and we just don't. Yeah, and I empathise because I am by nature super chilled and relaxed. So I do understand and empathise that it's not that easy for everybody. Yeah, um, that's right. That's but right. yeah, you're right. Some people have to find their thing. And I think also realising that there's no one answer that solves that problem for people. You know, mm-hmm. some people will turn to meditation. You know, even for me, you know, learning, like playing and practicing my instrument, but also lifting, like lifting, I think anything where you can take yourself, your brain away from the noise. Yeah. You know, if you have, yeah. if you're good at meditating and you can do that in a quiet place, I think that's even more impressive. But if I think about lifting for me, like lifting is another important part for that reason because if you don't think about it properly, you've got dire consequences. Yeah, exactly. And if you're squatting twice your body weight oh, yeah. and you're worried about something else happening in your life, you're going to hate yourself. Totally. So it requires all of your attention. And, if, totally. and, and you know, and, and having that, you know, you, you know, if I think about squatting as a good analogy, if you unwrap a squat bar and you're thinking about your deadline at work, of you're gonna get, it's going to fuck you up. It's, I know and, I've racked bit for you yeah. before and I was like, oh, yeah, so, you know, and not just me, but any serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, but not any, for you, sorry, for your client. But anybody, but, you know, yeah. like, and I think that that's, that, but that's also why it is also really valuable because, and you know, not, not to scare people away from lifting heavy because you, everybody should lift heavy. Yeah. But, um, you know, it requires focus and attention and that's the beauty of, you know, again, going back to that flow state. Yeah. You know, because I yes. think people will look at flow and think about flow as this, you know, lovely calming thing, which for some people it will be. But for me, it's about beat. It's, you know, it's I've got my musical side, which I guess is my more relaxing side, but the lifting side that is, you know, feels good, makes me feel strong. Yes. You know, I'm a rah-rah person, like, like, you know, loud and obnoxious and that's good for me. So um, the lifting is important, you know, for that reason. Focus and attention and it takes you away from other things that are happening. Yeah, and such good advice. Especially if it's all-consuming. Such good advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah such good advice. Um, yeah. I think we've covered... We've covered a lot, actually. we've covered a lot. Yeah. We're kind of like... That's um, good. Yeah, I just said, this, where's it going to go from here? And it's just flowed. But, yeah, you cool. know, if people are struggling, I just want to encourage them. Um, and they want some coaching advice as, yeah. as to find a better way. How if can they're people struggling come and see mentally. Um, just, just message me, yep. give me a call, reach away. I work through you guys, yep, you know, yep. with my uh, coaching. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, just reach out. Yeah. Reach out. Instagram, mother, yeah, you good. know, DM me. I'm I'm more than happy to just sit down yep. and chat and chat for a better way because the first step is identifying that there is a better way. Yeah. There is a better way. And I'm not often and it's as simple as this, um, when we're discontent in life, it's because all of us have have um, strengths, all of us have morals and values. Mm. 
whether we subliminally know it or not. And if we don't know, we actually find yeah, that out. I, we that. actually discover that in, through the wellness experience when mm. I take a client oh, cool. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We discover your, your strengths, your values, um, what you value in life. So what tends to happen when we get in a state of discontent, it's because our lifestyle is not matching up yes. with our strengths, our morals and our values. Makes sense. And once we find what is occurring, what our, our strengths, our morals, our values and our ethical standards are, and then we discover why the equilibrium is is got out of balance. Yeah, and interesting. Then just make small, and they don't have to be huge changes. No, small, small changes progress to, line over it up, to line it up again with with our um, values. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. The journey is just incredible. Yeah, cool. And of course, the end result is just achieving yeah. those goals and that vision. Awesome. You. Thanks, cool. Tyler. We Thanks, Alana. Yeah, I know. We'll do, we'll do another one. We'll do another Absolutely. One Sounds All good. Right.